I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. I'm your host, Claire Coles. And this is a special bonus episode of World Cup Reaction Podcast. The Americans have made it to the round of 16, so out of group play. And I have a special guest, one of my coworkers, Hannah, with me today, who is a soccer expert. So we're going to talk to her and get some deets on the Team USA before we head to tournament play. Okay, Hannah, so first let's just start off by introducing yourself. So go ahead. Hi, I'm Hannah Fatoski. I am Claire's coworker. Some people like to call me a soccer guru. I actually grew up playing. I went to OU on a soccer scholarship, and I'm just way too obsessed with soccer, and I still watch it heavily to this day. <laughs> um, I'm a center mid, if some of you soccer nuts out there I'm an attacking center mid, so think of, like, the messy. I like to be a playmaker. I like to set up goals. I'm not really the goal scorer, but I like to to lay it up for a goal. Perfect. So, yeah, definitely not, like you said, not the goal scorer yourself, but you like to be the playmaker. So you have to have a high soccer IQ. Is that a fair to say? Yes. Okay, cool. So you got to be able to anticipate plays and all of that. So like she said, she's a huge fan. So we're going to get some feedback on Team USA. So Hannah, what is something that Team USA can improve upon as we move into the round of 16? I think one thing that everyone will probably notice is our finishing. We, I, what was it, the last play that we had? We had about eight shots. None of them were on target. So I really think we need to work on, you probably heard, like getting over the ball with your laces because it keeps skyrocketing. So that's... What does that mean? So that means when you see a player striking a ball, the way that you want to strike it on goal is using where the laces are on a cleat. When you do that, the ball has more power and it has more of a shot with going into the net. 
is the best way to put it. When you are leaning backwards and almost facing your head up to the sky, the ball is going to go up to the sky. So you want to keep your head down and almost have your head over the ball. Yeah, I think we all saw that McKenney shot that at the end and they just went sailing over the goal and we were all like, no. So um, in that last game versus Iran, what are some things we're doing well? Obviously, game versus England felt like a win because it was a tie, but <laughs> it was definitely felt like a win. So what's something we're doing well? Um, I'd say our passing. I mean, our midfield is spectacular. We shut down England. We shut down some of the best players in the world. And it, it has to do with our quick passes. If you can watch, the best way to know about good teams is if you see a bunch of triangles. If you want me to explain kind of what that means is everywhere on the field, you always want to have people like two sides of the ball. So you almost want to have like a shape of a triangle, like around a defender. So you can go in two different directions, three different directions. If you watch Spain play. Everywhere they go, they have little triangles. That's why they pass 500 times in 25 minutes. Um, we do that really well. And I think that's something that the U.S. has never really seen before. And I think it helps that we have these players playing overseas in club is they can play really quickly. So I think we're doing great there. So it's definitely a positive that we have players playing overseas versus the MLS. Can you just explain why? Why is that so much better than an MLS player? Um the best way I can put it is if you watch all of these players, Brazil, Spain, these kids are playing at a very, very young age and playing because they love the sport. I mean, you have these guys starting at a young age and they just know the beauty of the game. I think what we've dealt with here in the U.S. and with club soccer, it's not always just freestyle of play. They're shown a very old school way of playing and it's always like about size and that's not always the best way to play soccer so I think when they're taught overseas they're taught skills they're taught passing it's just different and I think we're starting to pick that up here in America but it's just a whole nother world on the other side our coach is an MLS coach right I don't want to get you started on a rant over here but uh but he is an MLS coach so is that a disadvantage that we have for sure <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, well, if anybody understands uh, the EPL, uh, sorry, English Premier Soccer, English Premier League Soccer, there is a team. I'm sure uh, people have heard of Ted Lasso. He's like the real life version of Ted Lasso. Jesse Marsh, he is the head coach of Leeds in the English Premier League. He actually trains um, current players on the U.S. national team, Tyler Adams, Brendan Aronson, he understands the style of play that we need that could help us go far. Really, the question everyone really wants to know, can we advance to the next round? Can we beat the Netherlands? Oh, of course we could. I know people get a little scared when they hear Netherlands but and because they got first, but they tied to a team that actually is already knocked out. They tied to Ecuador. We have a chance. They, they do have a rising start. Gakpo um, that is really good but we can shut him down so if we just play like we have been playing um, we have a chance 
Awesome. Always love hearing that America can do better than we thought we would probably have done. So um, love getting out of group play. Love hopefully making it on to the next round. We will be playing, just so that listeners know, we'll be playing on Saturday at 9 a.m. That will be on Fox. Again, against Netherlands, they won out of Group A. So that's kind of when that game will be. All right, Hannah, so, but if you had to name a winner, what are the teams you're looking out for? I mean, this is still a toss-up, but Argentina is still in the running. They are up right now against Poland, and they're still leading the group. Um, France is still number one in their group, even though they just lost to Tunisia today and Spain. And of course you need to always keep your eye on Brazil. I, even with Neymar out, he should be back for uh, the next round. But I mean, even without him, they've been still strong. So, but one of my favorites, um, they, I believe are the youngest in the tournament is Ghana. They they have some really good members on the team, and they just come together. They don't necessarily have a bunch of superstars, but they're a cohesive unit, and they have been one of my favorites to watch. So that's more that team chemistry aspect to it rather than like us that's a bunch of stars that kind of come together and just happen to play sometimes. <laughs> so kind of the American uh, – what would you call that? The American way of doing things in uh, international sports, I feel like. So um, – Wonderful. So now we're, that's pretty much it. We're going to wrap it up. So want to thank you, Hannah, one for your help on the podcast and the blog that we did originally, the tis the season for the World Cup. So thank you for your help on that. She came up with all those great explanations and um, especially on one of why one of the goals was called back. That was all Hannah. So thank you so much for one joining me today and giving your like kind of live reaction to the World Cup and thanks for your help. So any last thoughts you have? Go Team USA. Awesome. Perfect ending. Thanks for listening, y'all, and I will catch y'all on Monday for the weekly update.